2: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2023, where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Grizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com and get your favorite drinks delivered today.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Holly podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Guazzala, and I know too much about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. With me, as always, someone who's a little more skeptical of the institution via Zoom video chat, as has been the norm for the past month or so, Kristen stuttered, Hello.
0: It is me. I am here. I'm back. How you doing? You know, I am hanging in there, upsies Good. and downsies. How about you, Joe? How's, how's your quarantine?
1: Just about the same. I feel okay when I forget. Yeah, and then I remember. Yeah, if
0: you just think of it as a day that you, you know, just don't have much going on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, a
0: day with very few plans. To have
1: then- to have the privilege to do that is is very nice, and I do not take. Oh, it. Oh, truly. It. Well, we have been doing quarantine playlist episodes. Uh, we have done five so far, and that is where I create a playlist all songs that are quarantine themed. And I do one song from each artist of a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class. And we're working backwards. We are going to do the class of 2015 today.
0: 2015. Do I remember anybody from 2015? Is this the year that the Beastie Boys got inducted? No, ma'am. God damn.
1: Yeah, I don't think you're going to be able to pull anything. As Nobody? much as I normally believe in you.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> you live to uh, to inspire me to reach to greater heights. Always. Man, is, let's see, who else, who, else is, who else is in the hall? Those yeah, doors that might, get be in a little,
1: might be a little wide <laughs> of a net.
0: Is this uh, the Elvis gets in?
1: <laughs> yeah, Elvis was a longtime snub.
0: Yeah, okay, good. It's good finally... to see him finally get in in 2015. Yeah. You know, it just took a long time for the hall to get over his appropriation.
1: Yeah, that was a that was a huge problem with this set.
0: They were upset. They were like, Look, we have to get in every black artist that he stole from before we put Elvis in. That was the hall. They're principled.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And by by no means did they induct Elvis the first year and then Sister Rosetta Tharp in twenty eighteen.
0: Certainly not. Absolutely. Not my (laughs) hall.
1: All right, well, let's, uh, as you know, I I like to tell a story with the songs in the quarantine playlist. So why don't we start off with a song that kind of reflects the way people might still be feeling, but definitely we're feeling at the beginning of all this. Let's listen to Panic Song by Green Day. (laughs) That was Panic Song by Green Day. That is off their fourth album, Insomniac, from 1995, which was their follow-up to their breakout smash hit album, Dookie. Panic Song was not released as a single. At 3 minutes 35 seconds, the longest track on the album.
0: I was just going to say it was very long for an early Green Day song. Right. it's because they had like a minute of instrumental up top. Like mm-hmm. they really padded that song.
1: <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, beginning. it's a it's a standard Green Day song. Yeah. Uh, it's that, like a
0: minute forty five.
1: That intro is super fast to the point where it made Trey Cool's hands bleed, the drummer. Whoa. That's That's the story from the studio is that it it broke the calluses on his hands.
0: Wow. I
1: also learned that this song is the only song on the album that was written by an additional member of Green Day. The lyrics were Mike Durant and Billy Joe Armstrong. All the other songs on the album, the lyrics are just Billy Joe.
0: Just BJ. Just Beege. BJ. Just Beej doing Beege. I don't know. This made me want to go listen to some early Green Day. I mean, they kick ass. They're They're, just... They're great good. I think people thought they were a little corny because they had a musical made, you know? I think and that That's
1: understandable.
0: Of, that'll knock you down a few pegs.
1: With the serious music snob set while... Yeah kind of expanding your base among others.
0: high school theater kids just yeah. like big time yeah. but it does yeah yeah it and like tourists uh, but like right yeah they, they cashed in a couple of chips and they they made out fine it would just like was interesting to hear some early green day because i was looking through their catalog though and i'm like oh my god i didn't even know that they put out an album this year for example
1: oh uh, yeah i know i did know <laughs> I, I, you know, actually, I know because of their single, they released a single that I heard, which is called Oh Yeah, which heavily samples a song uh, from the next artist. Yellow? What?
0: Oh Yeah, by Yellow.
1: Oh my God, the Ferris Bueller song? Yeah,
0: the Ferris Bueller song. I fucking rule.
1: <laughs> so they heavily sample a song from an artist that they were inducted with in 2015 which I thought was interesting. And it's this next artist. So as we kind of continue along the, the story of the lockdown and the quarantine, what's happening is that we are victims of circumstance. And that is the name of this song by Joan Jett and the Black Hearts Victim of Circumstance. <laughs> That was Victim of Circumstance by Joan Jett in the Black Hearts. That is off the album I Love Rock and Roll, which is her second studio album, but her first with the Black Hearts, and that is from 1981. Not released as a single, but a fun song nonetheless.
0: So far, a pretty groovy playlist. A lot of fast guitars, and baby, I like it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) That was a fun one.
1: Punky guitar driven yeah. rock songs that get in and get out
0: what song does oh yeah sample
1: do you want to touch which is a very not quarantine lockdown yeah. <laughs> that, social is, distance that is of, not uh, a
0: social distance song so, yeah Oh, I mean, I guess like, do you want to touch? You can want all you want. You but just, then they say, you oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, you, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they
0: do say, yeah, many times. And that's probably uh-huh. what they sampled, I would guess. So she's got bad reputation. Was that on the first album? Because they yeah, referenced she mentions, her bad reputation.
1: She mentions her bad reputation, which was on the first album, yeah. The first album was yeah. called Bad Reputation.
0: Are you a victim of circumstance if you're, like, talking about your bad reputation all the time, perpetuating your bad reputation? Not to victim you're, you're blame. You're victim
1: blaming, yeah. <laughs>
0: but like
1: that sounds like kristen
0: yeah you know me <laughs> classic. classic
1: victim blamer
0: she's practically asking for it
1: that was the name no, of the next album around. asking for it
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no the next album was of course album
0: Ooh, there's a song on album called a hundred feet away
1: i thought about that it's
0: for a different time part of the quarantine that's, that's for when super lockdown
1: yeah when things get severe <laughs>
0: Yeah, God, I hope we never have to use that song. I hope we're not in lockdown for so long that we have to circle back and play the artist artists again?
1: Do the classes over?
0: Oh my God. Jesus
1: Christ. Yeah, me oh too, me too. <laughs> me fucking too. Let's mm-hmm. continue the story here. With the lockdown and the quarantine, things have been canceled. People have canceled the, their plans. Things aren't happening, and people have to, if they're smart, uh, say no to things. So let's listen to a song called "Droppin Out" by the Paul Butterfield Blues band) <laughs>
3: This can't tell your touch is much too heavy.
1: was dropping out by the paul butterfield blues band this is off their third album which has a name that i think you will really love the resurrection of pig boy crabshaw
0: why you gotta do that paul come on i I can i
1: can actually explain that this release was from 1967 and The year is, that
0: Pig Boy did come back to life. He
1: came back. The <laughs> oh. reason they called it this is the main guitarist, Mike Bloomfield, left the group. And the, I wouldn't call him a backup guitarist, but the second guitarist, Elvin Bishop, who you might recall as the guy who accepted his induction wearing overalls. <gasps> uh, that guy ruled. Yeah, that guy's great. His nickname is... Pig Boy Crabshaw, and so he kind of became the lead guitarist. And so it was like, it's Pig Boy's turn. I mean, do you buy the fact that that guy in overalls was nicknamed Pig Boy Crabshaw? <laughs> does that Can you crack?
0: tell, is his last name Crabshaw?
1: His name's Elvin Bishop.
0: I mean, where does, Pig Boy, I could see that being some sort of nickname. Crabshaw? I could see being some sort of nickname pig boy crabshaw that's an embarrassment of virtues
1: <laughs> it's really it's really beautiful uh, wow and i'm i'm a big fan also i guess worth noting the band for some reason at this point was calling themselves the butterfield blues band versus the paul butterfield blues band
0: they are a good band i enjoyed that song it was fun it was also quite short for especially like a blues song.
1: Yeah, this is by far the shortest song on the album. And of course, the album I'm referring to is The Resurrection of Pig Boy Crapshaw,
0: <laughs> Oh, yeah. The second song is nine minutes and nine seconds long.
1: Yeah, it is fully.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, they have
1: plenty of blues explorations, yeah. but not this one. Not
0: this song. Man! I mean, that song was cool and I liked it. I think they're a cool band. I'm still dubious about their fame, but they are cool and I'm glad I got to know them. They are my go-to example of a band that I learned about through this stupid institution. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's continue the story, Kristen. It feels like every week we have some songs about loneliness just because that's kind of the prevailing sentiment and vibe of this lockdown. So let's listen to a song called Lonely Town, Lonely Street by Bill Withers.
4: Sweet young, sweet young, pretty, pretty Minus.
1: That was Lonely Town, Lonely Street from Bill Withers. That was off of his second studio album from 1972, Still Bill. The singles off this album were Lean On Me and Use Me. I could, you can imagine why this song maybe was not remembered or at least there were other songs people were focusing on from that album.
0: Well, I see that Cheryl Crow, it looks like, did a cover of this song.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Or Oh no, wait, she released it as a single, 2020. Cheryl Crow Lonely Town Lonely Street Cheryl Crow featuring Citizen Cope But if dances Don't lead to romance You
3: might as well be-
0: I mean, it's featuring Cheryl Crow and Citizen Cope, which makes it sound decidedly like the late 90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s. So it's got that kind of, uh, it's got that inauthenticity. Yeah. <laughs> it's got like some fakiness to it. It makes it sound a little overproduced.
1: This was released, it's both a acknowledgement of our situation and also, you know, a tribute to the recently passed Bill Withers.
0: Wait, when did he, did he die last year?
1: He died like a month ago. What? Yeah. So that's why she put out this.
0: Were we already starting to be under isolation when it happened?
1: I think he died maybe the beginning of April.
0: Oh yeah. So we were, I mean, I've been in quarantine for.
1: He died March 30th.
0: I must have just been too caught up in how long is this going to last? What's going on? Yes,
1: yeah, so that's why I mean, Cheryl released the song mostly as a Bill Withers tribute because he had just, just died.
0: Did he have COVID or no. was it just a.?
1: He died after suffering cardiopulmonary arrest.
0: Oh, wow. Gosh.
1: R.I.P. to Bill Withers. Great artist and uh, a very memorable induction
0: truly
1: let's move on to another song of loneliness given the lockdown and the social distancing Kristen if you want to hug somebody you can't so you're gonna find yourself with empty arms which is the name of this song by Stevie Ray Vaughan and double trouble That is Empty Arms by Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble. That is off of the posthumously released The Sky is Crying album from 1991. That was a compilation of songs that had been unreleased. That song, though, had been on a previous album in a much different version. That was on Soul to Soul, the third studio album from the group, and it's a much slower less kind of perky blues song this version is much more fun and has like a, a great stevie riff in it and it feels like kind of classic stevie ray vaughn
0: yeah mm-hmm. stevie ray Vaughn is what you think of when you think of the blues sound that song just sounded like it just sounded like the blues it sounds like Stevie
1: yeah he has a very not only does he have a very iconic and recognizably blues guitar sound but he also has a very Mm -hmm. blues vocal
0: voice yeah when did he die he died in 1990 okay (laughs) like he didn't just die right
1: (laughs) No, he's been been (laughs) dead for a good 30 years
0: was he posthumously inducted?
1: He died in nineteen ninety.
0: So yes.
1: <laughs> Kristen, as you might recall, we were doing the twenty fifteen class.
0: Do I do I recall? I might.
1: I guess not, based on I all the might information recall. I have.
0: I might recall.
1: Yeah, uh, just to review for I guess our listeners, but mostly Kristen. This hey, is the I class might. of twenty fifteen.
0: Cool. Who inducted him? Who could Oh that was with the guitar and his little guitar. No. Yeah.
1: That was Albert King.
0: Oh. Man, they let John Mayer
5: do that.
1: Yeah, it was I mean, it's funny the two artists that like John Mayer has to induct are Stevie Ray Vaughan and Albert King. Those are like his probably two favorite artists. So we've had a few songs about loneliness, uh, which is an obvious side effect of this lockdown, but also a side effect of this lockdown is boredom and just not really doing much and just kind of existing. So let's listen to a song called hanging round by Lou Reed. was Hangin' Round by Lou Reed. That is off his second studio album, Transformer, from 1972. And in that song, if you listen closely, I think you can hear the backup vocals of the star producer of that album, David Bowie.
0: Well, well, well.
1: And I think you can also hear the influence of David Bowie just kind of on that track. It has certain flourishes that, even though it is kind of a bluesy song. I do think it is a very Bowie type song as well.
0: Yeah, it's got it's got the vibe. I forgot that this was such a good class, huh? Pretty good class. It is
1: a good class, yeah.
0: I I'm glad Lou got in. I think that was a good move. I thought that was a you know, the Kind of just little character pieces. That's his style. Like his writing is just little pastiches of New York underculture.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it feels it's great. like
0: you know, and you can get such a glimpse of a person with just a few sentences.
1: Yeah, I like Kathy was a bit surreal. She painted all her toes, and on her face, she wore dentures clamped tightly to her nose.
0: Totally, I, that is the exact Class, line that really liberty. stuck out to me. I was like. <laughs> Because also it's like, yeah, was there probably some young party girl in the village who wore dentures as a weird accessory occasionally? Probably. hmm Probably. With a name like Kathy? I mean. <laughs> Did that song ever get released or anything like that? That's just no. like, that's just a...
1: Just an album track.
0: Because, man, that's an album full of great tracks
1: yeah some would argue that's his best album
0: how did he become so mainstream
1: Uh, do you think because of the bowie
0: connection like
1: yeah maybe i mean although i think that's a question that uh he has asked himself you know like how on earth did lou reed become like a major star with with big hits like radio yeah
0: That's wild. Cause it doesn't also seem like that was his dream or anything. Absolutely
1: either. not. He was not trying to yeah. do that.
0: Well, then it's like, okay, there goes everybody's ideas about manifestation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the opposite. You know, if Lou
0: Reed accidentally got famous against all odds and against all his effort. <laughs> I mean, he must have wanted people to know who he was. He must have wanted people to appreciate him. But
1: And, you know, Bowie was drawn to Lou Reed, obviously because of his work from the Velvet Underground, and then was invested in making sure that this guy had the freedom to express himself and to collaborate with that guy as well.
5: Good for, good
0: for him. You know what? Good for him. Good for old Lou Dog. <laughs>
1: oh, yep. As yeah, he good was, for Lou Dog. to be and- called.
0: He got a second life as Sublime's dog.
1: (laughs) Some of the stuff Lou Reed did towards the end of his life is not that far from that. He did an album with Metallica. Really? He did an album with Metallica because he had such a good time playing with them at the 25th anniversary of the rock hall. What? Yeah.
0: But So see, you're always like, it's bringing together all these great collaborations. And then something like that happens.
1: I'm glad it happened. You know what I mean? I may never listen to it, but I think Have you
0: ever listened to it? Have you listened to any of it?
1: No. I've obviously seen the concert, but I like that it happened. I like that Lou Reed does whatever the fuck he wants.
0: I do too. I mean, that is cool. But, I mean, I just wish he didn't want that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow, the name of the album is Lulu. Some of these titles are... What do we got? We got Mistress Dread
1: in your side All right, let's move on. You know, one of the things about this lockdown the quarantine is that it is it's a difficult time, but we have to do it. So, why don't we listen to a song called I know it's hard, but it's fair by the Five Royales. That was I Know It's Hard, But It's Fair from 2015 Early Influence Inductee, The Five Royales. That is from 1959, released as a single and went to number 18 on the r and charts.
0: I liked that song. It was really fun and good. And it was definitely a bit of a my best friend's girl, a little Jesse's girl little bit of that little Perhaps precursor little early influence first,
1: yeah the the one that set the stage for all those classic songs
0: I was surprised when it began I did not know that that's what the song was going to be about
1: that that, that that's what's hard but fair
0: yeah that it, the first line is I'm alone with my best friend's gal and I'm like oh Go
1: where ahead, Barbara, is right this
0: going now, is it just the singer who's alone or is it all five of them alone with the? I mean, yeah. just, you know, by, by everyone
1: playing, are they complicit? Are they acknowledging that they sign off?
0: Yeah. Good. Hard to Big tell. question. Big question. Should have asked them at the induction. Now, was everyone alive at this induction?
1: Nobody was alive. Nobody. Yeah. No. I mean, this this was a group whose first single was 1952. By the time 2015 rolled around, unfortunately, none of the five royales were still alive.
0: That's unfortunate.
1: It they is too did bad. a
0: good job. They got to get those early influencers in. I think there it,
1: should be one a year. Yeah, at least.
0: Or there should be just like a big old shovel. You know, they do a bunch of them all at once. Kind of like a time life just rolling through the credits type thing, you know. And this year's early inductors are kind of an in-memoriam, but before you got a memoriam, them. Well,
1: they might be memoriamed already, though, as the five royales were.
0: Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mix it in then, mix it up, you know.
1: The thing about the early influence categories, if you are technically truly an early influence, the likelihood of you still being around is very low. Kristen, we've made it to the last song.
0: Oh, my gosh. And
1: as you know, I always try to make the last song uplifting, optimistic. And when we think about how a lot of us are getting through this and how we will continue to be able to get through this, it is with each other. So why don't we listen to, with a little help from my friends, the version from the 2015 induction ceremony of Ringo Starr playing with just about everybody else who was there that night.
4: What would you do if I sang out a tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll. Sing you a song, and I'll try not to sing out of key. Oh, I get high with
3: a little help from my friends. Yeah, I get high with yeah, a little help from my friends. Oh, I'm gonna try the little help from my friends. What do I? A little from my
6: Thank you! Thank you, thank everybody on stage tonight Thank you, what a great gift
1: That was, with a little help from my friends, a performance from the 2015 Rock Hall induction. Ringo Starr being inducted in the musical excellence category, and I'm going to run down just about everybody who I could spot that was there performing. Starts off with Ringo Starr is there. Joe Walsh is playing guitar. Joe Walsh tours with Ringo Starr. They're very close, so obviously he was playing. And then Paul Schaefer and his backup band are behind them. You've also got Trey Cool from Green Day is on drums. Ringo brings out Paul McCartney. Then you've got Ricky Bird from the Blackhearts playing guitar. You've got Doyle Bramhall II who was there for the Stevie Ray Vaughan tribute, also playing guitar. I got Tom Morello and Zach Brown also on guitar. And it's very cute because people start running out because they realize they can mm-hmm. play with Ringo. So you get Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day with Joan Jett. You get Leon Bridges, Miley Cyrus, Mike Dirnt from Green Day, Beck, Karen O from the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, Patti Smith, Nate Roos from Fun, Bill Withers, Stevie Wonder, Peter Wolf from the Jay Giles Band, Dave Grohl, John Legend, and of course, Gary Clark Jr.
0: Gary Clark Jr. got to be out there. You know,
1: he's gotta you know be that
0: made me so sad, Joe. I got so sad. I know it was, like, so hopeful. But when Billy Joe Armstrong and Joan Jett come out holding hands yeah. to this big thing, it, like, made me so sad. I was just like, when's the next time that everyone's going to be able to be in a room together mm-hmm. happy? like that like it was so sweet and it is really it's
1: it's oddly very moving when when I watched it maybe a week or two ago I got emotional for a number of reasons yeah Um, I
0: almost started crying just now watching it it it, was
1: like it really stirs something in me because there's like a lot of things going on on one hand when do you ever see this mix of people ever not even just this specific group but also just like this many musicians from so many different eras and so many different genres all on stage more or less holding hands more or less you know like they're all singing it's it
0: it also sounded good like i know you said it seems like they were all just like running out there but it sounded very rehearsed like the mix sounded rehearsed. the The, the, the vocal harmonies sounded good. It didn't sound like, like Ringo sounds the worst out of all of them. <laughs> <I guess laughs> like I mean all is, the harmonies sound really good. But they I'm are,
1: like, if you watch this video, and I encourage everybody to watch this video, people are literally running out though.
0: I think they didn't know when they were, they were like, oh, and now, okay, when's and then cue, it's like, yeah. it's like, when's our cue? And they each go all around their, they're in these little groups Pocket. around each microphone and it's so cute. Stevie Wonder has a microphone in front of the other microphone. He has his own microphone yeah handheld uh and like and all the other people around him john legend is just it's just very cute and trey cool is playing drums for Ringo star which is very cool it's a beautiful thing i think i would like it no matter what and i did like it when it happened because it starts off a little bit not sad but kind of i mean in my opinion lame it feels a little like middle-aged guys pointing at the crowd, like, yeah, you guys are my friends or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then everybody comes out and I was just like, everybody, wow. And they're all singing this uplifting song. And then you're just realizing, I don't know, I was certainly struck by the closeness and proximity of everybody. It was just a lot.
1: Yeah, you get some really fun images because of that. There is a shot of Patti Smith, Bill Withers, and Karen O all singing around a microphone.
0: Yeah, and they're all like got their arms wrapped around each other. It's very cute and weird.
1: And also, I mean, these are some of the most famous people on earth and they're all so excited and happy to be singing with the two surviving Beatles.
0: Yeah, it was very, very cool and also it's like these are people too who were there inducting their heroes then getting mm-hmm. to sing with their heroes heroes and stuff like you know miley cyrus was in her kind of like punk-ish phase or her kind of like really rebellious phase at that point point. and it's just really interesting i'm like is she freaked out that she's on stage with the beatles like is she afraid <laughs> Leon Bridges.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's worried. It's it's such a crazy moment that can only happen at the Rock Hall, and you know there are jams that happen pretty much at the end of nearly every ceremony. But as you know, often the artists have left; like they don't really care. These things tend to be thrown together, and it's like whoever is still around is Mm -hmm. playing in these jams but so clearly it's everybody from the beginning of the ceremony to the end every every single person comes out it's like a really special moment
0: yeah it was really lovely i just got and then i also just like i was like oh i miss my friends (laughs) (laughs) i miss being in the same room as my friends
1: yeah well, you know, the sentiment no. of that song, you know, I think is true in terms of how we do get through this, which is that we do get to talk to each other still and, and create new w- weird but memorable moments, whether it's via Zoom or phone calls or whatever. It's very, it's very weird, but that's, that's what's happening. And it is nice that we can still have each other.
0: It is true. It is true. And you know what? To our listeners... <laughs>
1: we get by with a little help from you. We're starting a donation drive.
0: (laughs) This is it. This is the time.
1: Yeah, this is the perfect time to uh, Um, beg you for money.
0: oh lord
1: well that is the 2015 quarantine playlist to review we had panic song from green day victim of circumstance from joan jett and the black hearts dropping up from the paul butterfield blues band lonely town lonely street from bill withers empty arms from stevie ray vaughn hanging around from lou reed i know it's hard but it's fair from the five royales and with a little help from my friends from ringo Starr and the 2015 rock hall all-stars Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We hope you are enjoying these playlist episodes. If you have any thoughts or whatever, you always can email us, rockhallpod at gmail.com. If you want Kristen to see that, you're going to have to say that somewhere in the message. Otherwise, I'm not sharing it with her. Please follow us on Twitter at rockhallpod and Instagram at RockallPod. And also on there, we will be linking to our Spotify playlist which is adding all of these quarantine songs into one giant mega mix uh, please subscribe <laughs> to us on apple Podcasts, rate and review us five stars only thank you to mike lloyd for the logo thank you to Yusuke kim for the music thank you to joe Divine for the equipment thank you to chad briggs and sean keen my roommates for letting me record in the home that i to share with them and for Kristen's roommate Ramona i for the same gosh darn deal thank you to canteen on podcast for hosting us i'm joe pozara
0: I'm Kristen Studdard, and who cares about the rock ball? everyone we're your beer drinking babes i'm ashley
3: and i'm naggy and we're from rock candy podcast every week we bring you a
0: story from the world of music while drinking thematic beers
3: did you ever wonder how much charles manson inspired the music you love today did you know that joy division and new order are virtually the same band are you aware of how weird kesha really is like how she had sex with a ghost do you also not understand what post malone is Because we don't. Well, we got you covered. Behind the Music isn't around anymore, but we're here to pick up the slack. And be a little drunker. Yeah, so go ahead and look for Rock Candy Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you catch your pods. And with that, party on,
0: kids. Party on.